0: Hey guys, so today we're going to explore a philosophical issue that I find really interesting, that is the mind-body problem. So, as far as we know, the brain is an organ that scientifically plays a neurological role in the functioning of the human body which has organs that keep the body alive, while the mind is believed to be an intangible entity that defines a person's personality, thoughts and other mental attributes. We can also see physical bodies as well as you know bones, And organs when you're in situations such as surgeries, but as far as we know, we cannot see the mind. But how do we really exist in this world? Because we are said to have a mind, we're said to have a body. But if you can see a body and its body parts, but you can't see the mind, then how do we even know we have a mind? So are we defined by a mind with a body, or are we a body, a body that houses a mind? Are the mind and body two separate, independent entities, or are they interconnected to create a human? So this philosophical issue can be explored through two perspectives on the relationship between the mind and body, that is dualism and monism, or monism. And these perspectives explore the metaphysical or ontological issues behind the problem, such as how do we really exist in the world, as well as epistemological issues, As it makes us question what we know about the mind and body with regard to our existence. So, dualism suggests that the mind and body are two separate entities, and French philosopher René Descartes further suggests that the mind and body are interconnected by the brain's pineal gland through his creation of mind-body-substance dualism. Plato first suggested the same mind-body-substance dualism, where in his work Phaedo, he claimed that the soul or the mental part of the body comes from a transcendental world of forms and strives to one day leave the body in which it resides one day. So he suggests that we have a soul and we have a body. One day the soul continues into the afterlife because it is from the transcendental world of forms and it is immortal while the body dies. However, while Descartes' belief belief accounted for the interaction between the body and the mind through interactionism. Plato failed to answer the question of how the body and mind interact, thus leaving the union between the two a mystery. Then, under dualism, we also see occasionalism, parallelism, and epiphenomenalism, which all agree that there are two entities, but they disagree with Descartes' belief of there being any interaction between the mind and body. Especially parallelism, which states that the mind and body don't interact, they just exist in a way that just happens to work out. Then we have Occasionalism further stating that it is impossible for the mind and body to interact unless there is intervention of some higher being or power such as God. And then Epiphenomenalism also agrees with Occasionalism in terms of having a higher power intervention but also suggests that they work together based on some pre-established harmony. Occasionalism is further echoed by French philosopher and priest Nicolas Malbranche who suggested that God plays a role in the interaction between the mind and body so when you think about moving a book you don't subsequently move your hand to move the book rather God does it. Then we have monism on the other hand which suggests that the mind and body are one and one take is that only matter is the body exists while the mind is just an illusion. So in Aristotle's work The Anima The Anima sorry he believed that the soul could not exist without the body and that the soul would die if the body no longer existed. So in the monism we have the concept of materialism which is the belief that all exists, all that exists is physical or material with consciousness being a process in the brain, which I hinted at already when I said the body just exists and the mind is just an illusion. Then there is functionalism, which suggests that nothing in the mind exists without being derived from stimuli or sensory input from the human senses. So your mind might tell you that you feel sick, for example, but your mind tells you this because you really are just experiencing some bodily pains. So if you don't feel the bodily pains or you don't experience any bodily pains, then you can't, your mind wouldn't tell you you feel sick, that's the only way it works. And then there's idealism which instead suggests that nothing exists in the physical world unless your mind creates it or depicts it and allows you to experience them so according to this take everyone everything around you is only there because that's what your brain is allowing you to see and experience based on how the brain is able to process and internalize things but is it that does that mean that when you die does that mean all that around, that all that is around you, also ceases to exist? Because if your brain no longer exists, it can't create anything for you to see. So does all stop when your brain stops? There's also the dual aspect theory, which is deemed acceptable by dualists and monists, as it suggests that mental and physical events in humans are really, sorry, is it that physical? and mental events in humans are two aspects of the same underlying reality or the un- or the individual is one being with both mental and material aspects and one is not more dominant than the other. However, British philosopher Colin McKinn posits that this philosophical issue, the mind-body problem, is one that is almost unsolvable by humans through his theory of Mysterianism. And this theory suggests that humans can only understand minds in a subjective manner. And they can only understand the brain in an objective manner. And we're only we are not able to understand them in any other way. And as established, we can't see the mind in the way we can see the brain, figure out how the brain works, we can see the body, figure out the body works, we can't see the mind. So how do we know how it really works? So he suggested that we really we we can't really solve it as easy as as we think we might be able to. Nonetheless, as we didn't explore a topic today, but rather a philosophical issue, I will not end with a quote, but rather I will end by asking you to think about it. So do you agree with monism in that the mind and body and brain by extension are one in some way or the other? Or do you agree with dualism in that your body and mind are two different entities? And if so, do you think they interact or not?